What's new this week? I just picked up um, some groceries from Vaughn's. I got about four uh, frozen CPK pizzas. Pretty exciting (laughs) Uh, for me, honestly. Two of those barbecue chicken. Um, So that's that's pretty good. Uh, My boyfriend is playing uh, Bloodborne next to me. I heard he lost quite a few blood echoes recently, so he's not in a good mood. (laughs) 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 That's what's happening in my world. So with zero reference, let's see. (laughs) 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 What does blood echoes mean to me? (laughs) Liam, how would you describe a blood echo? <sighs> <It's easy. laughs> He's already exhausted. <laughs> what is it? It's, you get a blood echo when you kill an enemy, and then they take them away when you die. Did you hear that? Okay. You get a blood echo and you kill an enemy, and then they take it away from you when you die. Sure. So it just sounds like uh, soul collecting, I guess. Um, so... Sure, your standard soul collecting. Yeah, except yeah. we got to zazz it up. It's a blood echo. It's not a spirit or a soul or anything. It's a <laughs> Stan- sounds like standard uh, property theft in feudal Definitely. times. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Pretty run of the mill stuff. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Good evening and welcome to the Stab Show, the reason Thursdays at 8 p.m. were invented. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Our first panelist... Once drank an entire waterbed full of Cherry 7-Up just to impress a neighborhood possum. He's one-third of the dregs of Craig's. It's Sean Crandall. Hello, everybody. And our second panelist can't wait to remember in vivid detail every tiny, stupid thing she's ever done the second her head hits the pillow tonight. She's an amazing stand-up comedian. It's Aviva Siegel. Hi. That's so real. (laughs) And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, replace cap after use to ensure my continued freshness. Greetings and welcome to the Stab Show. And today, for the first time ever, we actually wish we hadn't ignored all of our dumb friends trying to get us to understand Reddit. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Uh, Sean, hey there, buddy. Hey there, how's it going? Not bad. How are you? How are things? Uh, you know, I mean, you're not you're not solely defined by skimming the the top scum off of Craigslist, but how are how are you and or uh, the Craig's uh, the, the Dregs family? Yes, we're also defined by uh, scraping the bottom scum <laughs> off of Craigslist as well, sure. and, and and that's 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 about where we're at right now. <laughs> uh, I, I I offer I offer my my general COVID platitudes. <laughs> and they are accepted uh, <laughs> just as warmly. And peace be with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to you as well. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you, Sean. Uh, yeah, um, Dregs. Oh, you guys are. No, not this weekend because it's a fifth weekend. Uh, next week, we've got Dregs yes. Dregs coming back. So, first Saturdays, 7 p.m. on. 
Stab Comedy Theater TV. We're almost a streaming service. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you've seen everything on Netflix. Switch over to Stab. Um, thank you, Sean. Uh, psst, Aviva. <laughs> Hi. I don't want to bother you. Um, <laughs> hopefully, you've got the first. Hope you got the first prompt done. Uh, <laughs> then we'll just continue rolling it out throughout the show. Uh, hello, Aviva. Good to see you. Hey. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> how's things in your world? You guys are still down in LA, yes? Down in LA. Yeah. Um, just hanging here with our cats, Hambone and Flippy. <laughs> um, and doing our thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just uh, subscribe to HBO Max. So oh, we're. Wow. Really living it up. Sure. Um, canceled Hulu. Now yeah. subscribing to HBO Max. So a lot of changes happening around yeah. here. You know, priorities. You gotta, you gotta get there in time for Godzilla versus Kong. Clearly, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we're paying those big bucks for. Yeah, for that sure. <laughs> dropping that trailer apparently sold you immediately. Uh, <laughs> Never heard of this movie. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> It's the wondrousness of Godzilla versus King Kong. It's a shared universe. It's what all the kids are doing. Um, Whoever wins, we've already lost to capitalism. <laughs> it's weird that they're like the exact same size. Like how Isn't large it? they are. They're like yeah. both just as large as each other. Isn't that convenient? That's uh, very convenient. <laughs> I kind of miss old Godzilla things where there was a guy who was just really small but could still kick godzilla's ass <laughs> that's so cool uh yeah because it would be it would be a tougher sell if uh <laughs> if king kong was half the size of godzilla you can't <laughs> you can't really sell that fight <laughs> yeah you can't make a movie anymore with like the daughter of mothra who is just like a grub the size of an oldsmobile <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was simpler times. Simpler yeah. times. <laughs> and with that in mind. Actually, this does sort of refer to simpler times in a way. Segment one, reorganization. <clears throat> Please take the following acronym and acronym. <clears throat> Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what else might it now represent? Video games. They're not just for dork-ass dork nerds anymore. Land. In fact, <laughs> based on a headline I just sort of glossed over and didn't really pay much attention to, the video game industry now outgrosses the film industry by a factor of 700 to 1, or something like that. And every year, all of the most bespectacled names in gaming come together for the Game Developers Conference, formerly the Computer Game Developers Conference, or CGDC, to decide exactly how many turtles should be sacrificed to the gaming gods that year to maintain profits. But the odds are pretty good that CGDC could stand for something else too. So why not tell me who or what else CGDC might stand for or represent. I don't need that cadence. Uh, might, <laughs> might stand for or represent to you. Sean, let's hear your CGDC. Well, Jesse, this is... CGDC is the rallying cry for the subreddit soldiers of today, the mantra of the 
disinvested investor, the magic incantation to ruin those with hedge funds spoken by those with nary a hedge to their name. It stands for, come on, GameStop, don't crash. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going on right now. Oh, I missed out on it. I should have listened to my friends preaching Reddit. I still don't understand it. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <clears throat> Aviva, let's, yeah. let's likewise hear a CGDC from you. Now, this is pretty exciting. Okay. Um, it's a brand new piece of technology. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, it's a brand new type of, uh, it, it's an infrared, uh, you know, six chip camera, very oh. advanced stuff. Wow. Um, and it makes everyone in photos look just like the uh, Blockbuster Entertainment Award nominee, <laughs> Carla Gugino. It is the Carla Gugino digital camera. Um, it's... <laughs> Brand new product. This is Carla Gugino for anyone who doesn't know oh, who okay. she is. Well, um, very attractive woman. Um, so you know, it's it's a camera it makes everyone in photos look like the forty nine year old Florida native, <laughs> moderately successful actress Carla Gugino. Uh, ever want to know what it feels like to be Michael J. Fox's love interest during the first season of Spin City? <laughs> Try the Carla Gugino digital camera. Want to look like the family matriarch in the Spy Kids franchise? I bet you do. Try the Carla Gugino <laughs> digital camera. Uh, Want to resemble an actress that Charles Isherwood of the New York Times once described as simply magnificent? Try the Carla Gugino digital <laughs> camera today. I mean, sold. Play. There it is. <laughs> No, the sound effect was just stunned into silence. <laughs> We've now... <laughs> Michael J. Fox's love interest. A love interest. Uh, <laughs> in the first... Thank you, Aviva. Uh, thank you, Sean. We are going to be getting through this one quick. Uh, <laughs> segment two. Uh, bootleg it. Oh, this one's a fun new one. Um, Want to make a quick buck? Take something people love. Change it just enough to still be recognizable as that thing to someone who doesn't pay that much attention. Call it something else and sell it from a blanket outside of Ralph's. Bootleg it. And so, with this entrepreneurial spirit in mind, take these world-renowned, successful properties and give us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. So we'll get each one uh, bootlegged item of these three, uh, we'll introduce them one at a time as we get to them. So we're going to start off with uh, Sean. Let's hear your bootleg Sex and the City. So uh, all, all of these bootlegs that I found came from a, a streaming service that I saw eating the desiccated remains of Quibi and CISO. Uh, it calls itself Weblix. <laughs> and... When it noticed me watching its scavenged content from its fallen brethren, uh, it scuttled up and offered to me some of its original programming. Okay. And uh, the Sex in the City one is called Brood Town. Uh, it, it, it's, the, it's the story of four inseparable cosmopolitan goblin women 
as they work in the big city, have brunch, and commiserate in their attempts to each find their own Mr. Big, a male goblin brute they can breed with, then kill and eat to gain his power. And so it's just like a real, a fun mashup of the original Sex in the City mm -hmm. and uh, a horrible hellscape of D&D uh, &D monsters. Sure. Just, uh, <laughs> just some ladies out there looking for their, their blood echoes. <laughs> <laughs> you really like you really latched onto that blood echoes <laughs> I, uh, I mean I guess, I guess you have to world build but <laughs> but man all right <laughs> thank you sean you're sex in the city let's hear then aviva your bootleg sex in the city um my bootleg sex in the city, I would call that um, Metropolitan Quadsome and the Men in Which They Acquire. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't write a description, but I could describe it if that's what's required. I'm not. I mean, it's 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 on the shorter, uh, shorter form of the prompts. But if you got a little description, feel free to throw it out there. This was. Uh, I don't. I actually you don't. don't. You don't have to. <laughs> it actually works just as the title. In the second slot, a little be a little inside stab ball. Uh, <laughs> the second slot is usually meant to be uh, meant to be the uh, the short form. So you don't have to. That's why we have three of them, so they can just be. That's in. what I. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. All right. You you read it right. Well done, people. Oh, good. <laughs> and I I bloviate as usual. <laughs> Blow me! That's a, I gotta write that down. That's all right. We've got uh, we've got half a burger to to uh, <laughs> to expand into. So we're 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 filling the container. But Jason's not here. I have to fill in. Exactly. I have to fill in extra time. Yeah. So we yeah. we appreciate your bloviations. So <laughs> let's hear then your uh, uh, Sean your bootleg Sesame Street. So what I the, the other one of the other shows on here is called Sesame Road, oh, and sure. this was pitched to me as a children's program. But upon watching it, I found that it was a shot-for-shot -shot remake of the movie The Road, <laughs> but ca recast entirely with Muppets. Oh God damn it! <laughs> uh, with with the notable exception of a cameo uh, from Nathan Lane as a jovial cannibal. <laughs> Oh man, <clears throat> I hate how much I want to see a Muppets the Road. <laughs> I mean, it works as long as you do any remake with just one single you have to have human, one human actor in there. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the one Muppet rule. You have to have one mm -hmm. human in there. Oh, I have actively about. We saw the the Road uh, when it came out uh, in the theater, and. Um, I felt bad. I felt bad a lot. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to be the it was what it was going to be, but uh, that was uh, that was a lot. And to uh, read it is one thing; <laughs> to see it is another. Yeah. Um, not too surprisingly, never had a real need to revisit it. <laughs> Got all we needed in that one. Uh, Aviva, let's hear your bootleg Sesame Street. Um. This is a, an interesting program. Um, <laughs> this version of Sesame Street, it's called 
um, edible seed thoroughfare. <laughs> and it is, there are some puppets in around. I would say it's mostly about a kind of national seed exchange. Um, but there are puppets. There's people, there's puppets, there's dogs, there's cats. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a mix of everyone. They're all hanging out, uh, definitely passionate about the, the seed exchange, I'd say. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I love going to a good bazaar and just haggling over seeds with my yeah. fellow puppets. <laughs> uh, come Me on. Too. Come on, buddy. <laughs> These good seeds. Huh? <laughs> I'm not sure why I turned into... What was that the? the oh, are you like Watto? Yeah, that was exactly. That was, yeah, all of a sudden, I'm trying to sell you uh, a, a young Jedi. Come on, buddy. We don't take Republic credits around here. <laughs> Jedi mind trick don't work on me. <laughs> except oh I, boy! Except oh, I won't, Georgie! <laughs> except I won't notice you. Like turn that that. Chance cube. Why am I riffing on uh, <laughs> on Phantom Menace? What is going on tonight? Ugh. We triggered you <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> All right, final bootleg. Let's hear Sean your bootleg of the Fast and the Furious. So this is a film called Mad Speed, mm -hmm. and it promises action, <laughs> sex, and danger with cool, attractive people performing daring heists in exotic sports cars. Mm -hmm. However, due to Weblix's low budget for original content, most of the movie is shot in the exotic car dealerships as the characters negotiate deals to purchase the cars to do the heists and the action and such. Mm -hmm. Any action in the film is recycled stock footage of different exotic cars. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, Mad Speed is the flagship franchise of the streaming service with 27 movies in the <laughs> franchise. And fans love the cool shots with the fisheye lens and the rich inner lives of the car dealers. <laughs> hey, buddy, you need a heist car! <laughs> <laughs> so many crossovers. <laughs> My Easter egg is just including Watto in every film I've ever made. I somehow didn't know that I had that voice. Hey! All right. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Uh, and Aviva, let's finish off bootlegging it with your bootleg, Fast and Furious. This film, it's called The Speedy Group of Scruffy Friends. <laughs> now, these guys are really, really fast. Mm -hmm. They are scrappy, they're scruffy, and they're kind of mean. And the thing is, the meaner they get, the faster they are. So, <laughs> sure, <laughs> they're they're the hulks of speedy people. All right, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You get it. Have you seen it? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't you like seem how pretty familiar. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't like how fast I get when I'm angry. This is basically. <laughs> 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 that was bootlegging. Uh, all right, to segment three, review it. Apparently, the super heavy lifting research portion of the show. Uh, you've had an experience with a thing. 
good or bad, you need the world to know about it. Uh, <laughs> take to your respective outlets and let your feelings fly. In Review It, you've been tasked with giving us your review of a thing in the style of a specific outlet. So why not go ahead and do that then now? Uh, Sean, we're looking to hear... <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're looking to hear your Game Informer review of Imagination. Okay, here it is. Imagination, a wild ride that doesn't hold your hand, parentheses, enough, close parentheses, 7.75. Developer Brain Squab's new open-world RPG, Imagination, is a vast and sprawling experience unbound by sometimes limiting hand of the creator, making you, the player, the auteur. It starts out somewhat unconventionally when accessing the game either physically or via download, it takes you to a simply decorated title screen that merely says, put this down and think for a second, you dummy. <laughs> and so it begins. Do you want to make another platformer ripped off of Mario? Make it in your head. Do you want a cel-shaded fighting game with too much processing power dedicated to boob physics? <laughs> make your little noggin do it. Do you want to make yourself have to kill a dog in self-defense, then make yourself feel bad about it by thinking about those dogs as puppies and how you raise them? Yes. Imagination can also make The Last of Us 2. <laughs> but while the oh, world-building no. tool set in Imagination is incredibly robust, it poses a problem. Player investment is dependent upon how creative you are. While I was good at aping things I had seen before, I had a hard time making anything new. This was true for many of my friends as well, and we surmised that could be a failing of the developer to adequately introduce the player to the creation tools. <laughs> Game Informer reached out to Brain Squad to see if any patches would be coming down the road to address this. The only reply at the time of publishing was, Go throw a football, you fucking nerd. <laughs> also, the game occasionally crashes with intrusive thoughts. I've often been playing a game I've made only to be met with an error message that says something like, Shouldn't you be working? Or... Jen was right. You really haven't thought about commitment, and it shows. This was a wholly surprising and unsettling interference, and nothing I could shift in the settings could change this. Overall, a fantastic experience with harrowing endgame effects. Could use some patches, but the developer has thus far only responded with, Damn, that sucks, bruh, but it sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Sean Grandel, Game Informer Review of Imagination. <laughs> Just go outside and throw a football, nerd. <laughs> I just like the idea of you getting a blank, you paying $60 for a blank box that says think about it. Yeah. I, I mean, isn't that just like, uh, isn't that technically like like those, uh, those like subscription murder-solving boxes that you just, <laughs> you, you just get? Here, we clipped these out for you. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Uh, Aviva, uh, I'm sorry I ran you smack dab into a paywall, but <laughs> let's let's hear your uh, your imagining of what <laughs> a popular mechanics review uh, might be uh, for uh, a popular mechanics review of a puppy. A puppy, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a review. It also includes some news. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the National Puppy Safety Administration has oh. been asked to recall some 150,000 puppies due to defects. 
In a letter to the Puppy Administration's legal team, it was announced that it is investigating a potential defect concerning incidents of not being cute enough, resulting in a loss of being loved enough by their owners. (laughs) We were hoping that the puppies would be cute enough for us to keep, but they aren't. So we're going to have to send them back, says a former puppy owner, who was very disappointed that his puppy wasn't as cute as expected. Um, I wanted him to lick my face, but he just looked scared and hungry. Again, said the puppy owner, who seemed annoyed that we were interviewing him. And um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much that was the review. Yeah. That was it. I mean, wow. That was, I know, uh, then. Yeah. Well, they'll be fine. A little bit of a little bit of consumer reports in there too. That was just <laughs> oh man, That's informative stuff. Yeah, I don't want to read the next article about the grist mill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you buy this puppy, and they've got it all gussied up in the in the <laughs> the the really high gloss lights in the pound, and then you bring it home, and you realize it's an uggo, mm-hmm. and yeah. How much is that doggy in the window? You bring it home, it's a raccoon. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> and what? You're going to spend the next 12 years pretending to love this thing? No. Let's uh let's roll this back onto the lot. Use it for parts. You can salvage some of this. Uh <laughs> All right. Thank you. Those are reviews. Uh segment 4. Dating profiles. Everybody deserves love, right? Well, no matter your opinion, lots of people think they do. And there's a lunatic out there for every flavor of nut bar. So cast your net into the sea of love and see what sort of haul you drag in from the murky depths of the dating pool. Please give us your dating profiles for the following persons, places, or thingsins. Uh, Sean, uh, the other the other uh, heavy um, reference deep dive let's hear your dating profile for astrology hi i'm astrology (laughs) and i'm ready for love i mean i look mercury is going to be in retrograde on valentine's day but venus and mars are going to be in conjunction this summer so fingers crossed (laughs) but before we get started i'm gonna have to ask you to fill out this birth chart questionnaire to see if we're compatible because even if I really, really, really like you and you really, really like me and um, everything's going well and, and it seems like we're destined to be, if our sun signs don't match, we're doomed to fail. So like, what even is the point? Yeah. So I'll need your sun sign, your moon sign, all of your planet signs, your ascending and descending, your vertex and anti-vertex, your point on the nodal axis, uh, your midheaven and imum coli, uh, where your Chiron is, the location of Eros, Juno, and Ceres on your natal chart, um, your parts of fortune calculations, and of course, where you land on the sun-moon midpoint. When you're finished, send your chart to my personal astrology accountant, Byzantium Stardust, and he will consult the cosmos to see if we should go on a first date. So if you're ready to find divinely inspired love, swipe right. Uh, except if you're a fire sign, then swipe left, you fucking barbarian. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Sean uh, <laughs> Grandel, dating profile for uh, astrology. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a lot of research. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of stuff. There's a I 
you think it's just like Libra and Leo, and then there's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Imam Koalai. I did like that. Uh, and anytime anybody can uh, can sneak in a Byzantium, um, I'm always going to be about that character. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Oh, uh, Aviva, let's... Uh, yes, we're still here. Let's see. <laughs> let's see and hear. Uh, still no sign of Jason Bart. We're, we're hoping he's all right. All of our best wishes out to Jason B. and his family. Um... <laughs> Aviva, let's hear your dating profile for a learner's permit. Yes. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. My name is <laughs> Learner's Permit. <laughs> Pretty unique name, I know. Permit is actually a last name that originates from Greece. <laughs> Anywho, enough about my family's ancestry. Here's what you need to know if you want to date me, mm. learners. You have to be... <laughs> at least 15 and a half mm -hmm. before you can date me. <laughs> Otherwise, it's totally cool. Also, I'm really attracted to people who give me their thumbprint and social security number mm -hmm. because I'm a freak. <laughs> I'll ask you a bunch of very specific questions that you probably won't have the answers for. I know, and I know it seems weird, but I will ask you about when to use fog lights. <laughs> If we go on a date and we don't have a great time, we can try again in two more weeks. And when we do go on a date, we have to have someone who's at least 25 years old on the date with us at all times. <laughs> That's me, learner's permit. <laughs> oh. Zach, he's, he's here to make sure that we don't crash. Yeah. <laughs> do anything weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind him yeah you like this you ever see a car with pedals on both sides <laughs> <laughs> pedals <laughs> like it's a flintstones car <laughs> no did you never have to uh i, I only had a couple of uh, yes. classes where the in the the student driver's car they also have a brake. they've got yeah you know, yeah it's so crazy <laughs> it was a little much here, pull up to pull up behind this car so that you, you still see a little bit of gap between the, your bumpers. I'm doing that, and you slam on the brakes. I'm taller than you. I can see the gap farther. That has stayed with me <laughs> <laughs> for what twenty six years. I still remember. <laughs> I was pulling up to exactly where they sat, and then just oh, you son of a. We we all have our demons. Oh, man, we're going through a lot of stuff today. And your demon was Chet, the guy who was shorter than you that slammed on the brakes during your driver's test. I know where you said to stop! Man, there are things uh, that do stick with you, aren't there? <laughs> all right, that gets us to segment five already. Still going to poke my head over here? No. Oh, I hope he's all right. Uh, segment five. Movie makeup. Movies. They may be used to wipe the ass of the gaming industry nowadays, but people still seem to like them. The action. The romance. The non-first-person shooting aspects of them. The almost entirely absent turtle side. Ah, movies. The lazy man's video game. <clears throat> 
Give me your synopses of made-up movies based on the following titles, skimmed from uh, uh, some of the various random title generators of our friends at SeventhSanctum.com. So, let's see. We got, yeah. Oh, these are, mm mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sean, let's hear your movie, Kid Sheriffs. So, Kid Sheriffs is uh, another movie on the Weblix platform. Sure. It is a harrowing documentary reenactment about the child law enforcement that had to take place in the old town of uh, Tombstone when everyone tragically shot each other to death in that movie. (laughs) You know, uh, these kids, they had to be each other's huckleberries. And they took it upon themselves to form their own society, their own town. And uh, boy, it was closer to the libertarian ideal than, uh, (laughs) than Ayn Rand ever thought possible. And so this this documentary just sort of takes takes you through that. Narr- narrated by Ken Burns. Sure, sure. <clears throat> Thank you, Sean. Uh, before we get to the plug, um, I was reminded when I when I found this this prompt, this randomly generated prompt. Um, Laura reminded me. Didn't we watch that? Um, anybody remember Kid Nation? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, was that the really like fucked up show where they let kids take care of themselves? Basically, yeah, it was kids. Yeah. Kids like ran a town, and there was, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it was so yeah. weird, and I loved its insanity so much, and then realized, oh yeah, kid sheriff, that's sort of the thing, uh, and, and that's eventually what I came up. With. That's basically <laughs> yes. Oh, hey, look. Enough Sean's dicking around on a phone will eventually write the script to Kid Nation. Well, I mean, uh, the, the folks over there at Weblix are on to something. They um, are. And, they are on to many things that they are trying to avoid copyright infringement on. Yeah. Just, just all the, the cobbled together corpses of fallen streaming services. Um, and in my mind, uh, it's... It's got to be LIX, right? Is it? Uh, it is. Or, or LYX is. at worst. All right. <laughs> Sean, thank you so much. Where can folk enjoy their Sean Crandall outside of this particular program? Well, a couple of buds and I, we run a podcast on this. Uh, we do a live show here, but we also have a bi-weekly episodes called Drake's Craig's. We plumb the depths of Craigslist to find the worst, grossest, or most hilarious posts and bring them to you and riff on them. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at the Sean Crandall. Well, thank you, Sean. Always so much fun. And uh, do enjoy you and the other Dregs boys. Uh, always fun to have you. And you guys oh, will be thank here. You kindly. You guys will be here not this Saturday, but next Saturday at 7, first Saturdays of the month at 7 p.m. Uh, Aviva, before we get to you closing us out, uh, where can folk enjoy some Aviva Siegel um, out in the world or on the onlines? Um, You can find me at Live and La Viva Loca on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and you can see talkies every first and third Friday on Twitch Mm -hmm. and on Zoom. Yeah, let me see. That's... uh, uh... 
Slash Talkies Show on Twitter. Yeah, I was going to copy that real quick. Talkies Show. There you guys go. Check it out. Go ahead and follow if you want to. Whatever you'd like to do. Thank you, Aviva. <clears throat> Always fun having you. So let's close out this abbreviated program. Um, thank you guys for uh, doing so great and filling in for uh, the late Jason B. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure he's fine. Um <clears throat> Aviva, let's hear. Yes. <laughs> I did like this one. Uh, let's hear your synopsis for the movie Truck Woman. Truck Woman. <laughs> Paula was just a normal woman. She was a woman with two breasts, two hands, two feet, two ears, two legs, two hands. Pretty standard, if you ask me. <laughs> and she also hated driving. Then one day she met an old mystical way station attendant uh, who put a mysterious hex on her. She woke up and her two breasts were headlights. Mm -hmm. Two of her hands turned into tires. (laughs) And two of her... (laughs) Two of her feet turned also into tires. See, it was important that we had this rundown of all of the parts. The body parts. Her skin turned into a hard metal-like material. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her eyes turned into a windshield. Her eyes... Serious. Her serious. eyebrows turned into windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. Her teeth turned into a truck grill, and her voice became a truck honk. <laughs> and meanwhile, she is battling for the custody of her kids. <laughs> and it's truck woman. Yeah, uh, it's basically over the top without the arm wrestling. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Aviva. And that is the stab program thank you all for tuning in and thank you again to tonight's wonderful panel sean crandall and aviva siegel if you want to be front row every time we fire up the stab show live just be sure to join us here on stab comedy theater tv every thursday night at 8 p.m or if you're the very patient type you can eventually find this and the other 251 other episodes of The Stab Show through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. Yes, it's a thing. Thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, wishing you short longs and tight shorts and medium rares. This is probably why I don't have a portfolio. Good night. (laughs)